0: welcome back good to have you the bill michaels show on the air on this thursday the thursday edition uh, although it's kind of like a friday for the green bay packers is tomorrow they uh, wing their way to san francisco Uh, But good to have you on board. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Master Z's on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. And uh, I know not a lot of people leaving the house because it's cold, it's nasty, nobody likes it. Everybody just kind of wants to hunker down and maybe head over to Master Z's. Think about what's going on. And whether you're dreaming of, say, the summertime in the outdoor patio living space or if you're thinking, you know, let's get some of the after holiday deals on the shuffleboard or on bumper pool or on pool tables, a bar size or regulation size, uh, darts, dartboards, all the ex- every bit of accessories, all the stuff that, you know, I just was discussing, they have the accessories for all of that as well. They have great deals going on right now. 262 746 5931. Call them for all the in store specials. 262 746 5931. That's on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. That is Master Z's. Robin and a gang say hello. They say thank you for a really successful holiday season. And their showroom is big, it's spacious, it's open, and it's loaded. So go just walk through. You can see it, sit in it, touch it, smell it, feel it, all that kind of good stuff. That's our friends over there at Master Z's on Blue Mound Road in Brookfield. Um, 877-867-1670. So the, uh, the, if you would like to chime in, you can. Uh, but I, I think what I'm wondering from many, and we were talking about this at the beginning of the show, so we'll get back to that, but are you feeling confident about this game, less confident about this game, nervous about this game? Or are you just because they're there and you never expected it? Are you just kind of letting it all hang out? Just, this is awesome. This is awesome type of thing. And I think that's a legitimate you don't question, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, this is from uh, Zane, who said uh, the Vikings beat the San Francisco 49ers by running the ball. Uh, it was a key to all the San Francisco losses. Packers established a run game. San Francisco can't pressure as much without keeping the receivers uh, open a lot more. So there you have it. Um, the other thing, when you look at what happened in Minnesota, when you looked at, look at what happened, with, what Baltimore did to them, when you look at what happened, what Cincinnati did to them out in San Fran, they turned the ball over. They got Brock Purdy to start throwing picks. And maybe those three losses were the blueprint as to how to beat them. You know, we talk about I mean, years ago, I talked about that regarding the Packers. When the Packers had this offensive juggernaut and all this talent. And you kind of saw what Romeo Cordell did back in the 2011-2012 season. And he punched him in the mouth at the line of scrimmage. And they could never get off on their routes which, you know, had Aaron Rodgers scrambling and moving around. They were putting constant pressure on the quarterback. And I said, oh, boy, that, that might be it. And sure enough, that's exactly what the Giants did when they came in to Lambeau Field. So look at what Cincinnati did. Now, now granted, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow had a hell of a game. Uh, Baltimore just beat the hell out of him. They just beat him up. And then when you look at the, what the Vikings did, the Vikings caused Brock Purdy to turn the ball over there as well. And had a couple of turnovers. But if you get the turnovers, you can put them on their heels a little bit. So I think as much as we talk about, you know, man for man, matchup for matchup, I still think it's going to come down to a couple of turnovers. A couple of turnovers, a momentum swing or two, and, uh, and that'll do it. That'll do it. So 877 uh, 867 uh, if you want to give us a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, John says, uh, Jones and Dillon got smashed the last time. Uh, Aaron Jones, when Aaron Jones got hurt in that last game, remember, Aaron Jones got knocked down. And when he went out of the game, that changed the dynamic of uh, of the offense. And that was early on in that ball game. And then A.J. Dillon was, you know, they were trying to run A.J. Dillon wide, and that's not his forte. But remember, it was the turnover from Mercedes Lewis and the injury to Aaron Jones, and that whole offense changed. The whole offense changed. It just did. Um, but if you keep Aaron Jones healthy and useful in this game with that threat, you have to account for him. You can't not, not account for him. And remember, the, the offensive line, they're playing pretty well right now. They're playing pretty well. They've really kind of come together. So, uh, And again, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll talk with a guy that's been there, done that, and won a Super Bowl. That's Brian Billick. Uh, Brian was with the Baltimore Ravens when they won a couple of Super Bowls ago. And uh, also, uh, he uh, was with an NFL Network analyst, Fox analyst for a long time. So we'll uh, talk with him about all of this and the entire weekend, not just the Packers, but the entire weekend coming up for sure. Uh, Bill says for me, it's normal to be nervous, especially getting uh, this far at the same time. I am just going to watch and enjoy the moment things happen. And we uh, not, not get this far for a few years. I just want to enjoy the team and the present. I hope the Packers play like they are uh, that there is no tomorrow. I hope that Matt opens up the playbook to create opportunities for them. And that's the other thing that is there Things that Matt LaFleur is going to do that maybe Shanahan's defense has not seen. I find it hard, maybe that this personnel group has not done, but I find it hard to believe that there's going to be a a significant motion of some type or something they're going to do specifically that mm, Shanahan, who also is the master of movement and motion, has not put forth to his defense at some point. You know, I mean, that defense practices against that uh, on a continuum. So there aren't a lot of secrets between these two. That's why, like, you know, the last time they met up was it was a loss. But in all honesty, it's kind of a confidence builder. You know, because Joe Barry's defense played well against pretty much a very similar team. They still have Kittle. They still have Debo Samuel. Now, granted, they've gotten a little bit better at the wide receiver position, and they've picked up Christian McCaffrey. They can run the football. He's a beast. But – and and that's – for what we just said about the Packers, if they can run the football, then it's going to bring guys up in the box, and they're going to have to respect the run, and therefore it's going to leave guys wide open. Uh, same thing for the 49ers, right? So when you look at the 49ers, you're probably going, if you start getting their personnel group, on the field because you can't stop McCaffrey on the continuum, then what, right? Then you've got, you know, then you got, then you really got to worry because then, you know, between Devo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and uh, George Kittle and and what they have and all the weapons, then you got to look at that team and go, oh, wait a minute, you know, and then you've got, what, Chris Conley and uh, who's the other one, Juwan Jennings. I mean, they've got quite a few guys that they can run out there and and hurt you. And, yeah, in this particular – a lot of games you come into the game and you go, ah, you know, it's always cliche to say you got to stop the run. But in this particular case, you really do. Because you get Christian McCaffrey going, boy, that's a a tough guy to bring down. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free uh, to go ahead and give us one. Uh, This is from Summer who says, uh, Joe Barry has done well against the uh, Mike Shanahan or Kyle Shanahan defense. Mike Shanahan's old school, right? Uh, And that's a plus. Yeah, they've seen it. They've been there, done that because they practice against it. Uh, Again, going back to the question, though. Nervous, feeling good, feeling happy, feeling excited, or just, you know, kind of aching in the gut. And uh, this one's from Kyle. Kyle says... Uh, extremely nervous about this game. Earlier in the week, I was excited because they knocked off the Dallas Cowboys, and that's all I cared about. But now you got the 49ers on the horizon. The 49ers are a whole different animal. I believe Kyle Shanahan Shanahan has had Matt Lafleur's number. Is this the time Matt Lafleur gets over on him? It's not to say it's not to say that it can't be done. It's just unlikely. Uh, biting my nails, but also very, very confident. Biting your nails, but very confident. Okay, that's <laughs> kind of. Kind of, uh, kind of leaving you two different feelings. Kind of an oxymoron there, right? No doubt. Uh, nervous because Colin Cowherd chose the pack, and he doesn't know football. <laughs> That's from Summer Shack, Yeah. Uh, Tom says, "What do you make of the comments uh, regarding hitting Brock Purdy late?" I. Now. I, okay, I, let me say this. I didn't hear him. I don't know what the context is. Uh, if you can hit a quarterback at at the whistle or play up to the gray area and give him a shot or two, okay, as long as you're not trying to hurt him. You know, but if you're out there kind of like what uh, – New Orleans did the Favre where it was like, hey, if we take him down, we're going to roll around like the, the roll of death via crocodile, and we're going try to try to twist the ankles or something like that. If you're out to hurt a guy or a knee or something, then no, I'm not in favor of that at all. Not at all. Football, old-school football, it used to be, you know, stuff under the pile and, you know, trying to, trying to hurt a guy, you know, a little bit tighter wrap. You know, a little bit of uh, the uh, old plaster of Paris across the wrist, that type of thing. Those were the days, man. But in today's day and age, no, you're not trying to hurt anybody. You're just, you know, yeah, if you can knock them down a few times, give them a shove, yeah. As long as it's not beyond the whistle. But here's the other thing. You get flagged for it, specifically in a Crucial... Say it's say it's third and nine, right? Third and nine. And they're at their, I don't know, forty-seven. Right, you draw that penalty on a third and nine because you want to hit him, you want to rattle him a little bit, and suddenly it's first and ten from the thirty two You just went from maybe stopping them to now giving them a field goal and possibly extending the drive i mean there there's a fine line you gotta walk into into what you're going to do in this particular league. Now, I don't think Brock Purdy and Jordan Love are going to get a whole lot of benefits of the doubt when it comes to the whistle, so maybe you play to that gray area of the whistle, but no, I just, I, I you know, hit them. If you get a chance, hit them, hell yeah. But I'm not going beyond the whistle. I'm not going to do that, you know? Um, Kevin says, great show. I hope it doesn't come down to the kicking game because I have absolutely no confidence in our kicker, and I hope that they don't lose by a point or two. (laughs) Like I said, if if it's a kick to be made 39 and in, I'm all in. If it's a kick to be made beyond 50, I'm all in. If it's a kick that's going to come down to it from 40 to 49 yards, that's been the bugaboo. Look at the numbers. That's been the bugaboo. It's like 50%, 50%. I don't know why it just is. I don't know if it's in his head. I don't know if he hears the number four and it freaks him out. I, I don't know. But that's been the bugaboo. So if you're uh, if you got a 39 yard field goal to win it, I'm all in, man. I'm throwing money on the table. If you got a 27 yard field goal to win it, I'm all in. 34, I'm all in. 51, all in. 47, oh, I'm going to close my eyes and wait till I hear it go through the uprights when everybody starts screaming and yelling. You know, <laughs> so, uh, that's where we stand. Hey, when we come back, a really good breakdown of the Packers offensively speaking. So we got that coming up when we return. So d- don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Stay right where you're at. Hey, our friends over there, Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill uh, on Pewaukee Lake. Uh, really good people, but more so than anything. They've got the meat raffles that are back each and every weekend, uh, raising money for charity over there. The home of the pig porker sandwich. Pizzas, you name it. And it's in this incredible building that you feel like you're already in the Northwoods every time you walk in there, but it's right there on the lake. And it's just always a good crowd. Good, you know, local crowd that's there. Uh, but go in and experience it for yourself. Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill on Pewaukee Lake, Lakeview Boulevard. And uh, make sure you, the the buffalo chicken wrap, muah, perfect. Awesome. Awesome stuff. That's Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill. More the Bill Michael. Michael show we uh, continue on on this Thursday and uh, hey a reminder uh, from our buddy James Mercado who is uh, again a big sponsor this year not only of the program but also of our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday September 1st Uh, we're back at it again this year already making plans we're going to be back down at the Harley Davidson Museum again this year I'm excited about that but uh, between uh, the Water Doctors and our friends over at Veterans America, they have helped us out again. Own the land you defend. And if you are a veteran, if you are a military member or a family member, call James. 262-745-3333. Do not put off the home of your dreams just because of the interest rates right now. They can help you out. Zero down payment, no PMI, some looser credit requirements. And they've got some really good guarantees. So call them. Call them. They straighten out a lot of the messes that some of the other banks and other credit unions put you into uh, when you're a veteran and you're looking for the deals and you're looking for, you know, kind of help for you, for what you've done. 262-745-3333. 262-745-3333. 262-745-3333. Get a hold of James over at Veterans America. Again, 262-745-3333. So Dan Orlovsky, Dan Orlovsky, he, um, he he had a really good breakdown of the Packers, and they he talks about you know how the offense is kind of running and Jordan Love and what they're doing and and you know, if you've watched uh, Get Up or NFL Live or anything like that he's he's really good at kind of saying. This is what they're doing right. This is what they're doing wrong. Remember, this is the guy that midway through the season, he really was at the beginning of the season, had a lot of uh, praise for Jordan Love coming into the season, and specifically after the first couple of games. And then he was asked about the midway point, game eight, game nine, said what's the most disappointing thing this season so far? He said it's Jordan Love uh, because of the hops at the top of his drop, and he was going on and on. And then he comes back and says, man, the guy that's playing the best football right now, Specifically heading into the postseason is probably Jordan Love. So, this was the breakdown uh, of, of one of the plays that they were talking about and the way that Jordan Love is playing right now. Take a listen.
2: The squabble going for Whiteout Wednesday, Dan.
3: Hey, man, the Packers <laughs> went down to Dallas. And knocked off the cowboys in Mm -hmm. part because the young talented group at wide receiver have become very proficient route runners if they're going to go all the way out to san francisco and knock them off this group is once again going to have to start in that let's start with romeo dobbs who's in the slot against Jordan Lewis.
2: All right, so we got Romeo Dobbs in the slot against Jordan Lewis. He's going to have an out route from the slot. Now, typically, if you have an out route, you're going to outside release. But he knows Lewis is playing outside leverage, and that's going to be a fight and possibly mess up the timing for Jordan Love. So he makes a decision to go inside of him, Okay, He releases inside. What that does is it tells Jordan Lewis that he's likely running an in-breaking route.
3: So he's going inside of the leverage to try to sell to Jordan Lewis, I'm actually going across the field.
2: Absolutely. And what Jordan Lewis does, he kind of does this slingshot technique that DBs do where they grab you, propel themselves to where they think you're going, and that plays perfectly into what Dobbs wants because he has them stacked now. He can't even see this DB. Take it back a little bit. I want you to see the head and shoulders that he gives him inside, which then, Creates a separation to make it an easy throw for Jordan Love.
3: That right huh? there, that left foot right there gets him to lose that defensive back. So it's initially getting inside the leverage, selling that, yep. and then giving one stab in to break out.
2: Absolutely. Committing to the route creates a separation that we see here.
3: Man, that is absolutely wide open. So I love the fact that he knew the leverage and used that leverage against him to go win. Now for one of the throws, really, of Jordan Love's career, certainly mm. of this season.
0: So let me stop it there because... It's basically breaking down how they're now on the same page. The wide receivers are understanding the route, the leverage, what they're doing, and how things are starting to come together with Jordan Love and his guys. And Jordan Love seeing it, being able to look off coverage and do things with his eyes. I mean, this is a, remember, and this is what's so impressive about it. The reason I play you this is because this is, we keep talking about this being this young team, inexperienced team, the youngest in the National Football League, but they're now veterans. They've been there, done that. They've all worked together. At some point, you go from being the young rookie to now a veteran. I mean, you, you're, you're, you have expectations. No longer is this, oh, golly gee, I don't know where I'm supposed to go, or I don't know how to do this, or I don't know technique. This is now, no, you now not only do you know the technique, now you have to polish it which is what the Packers uh, group has kind of done, and it can go back to maybe even after that Denver game when everybody started getting together, every, everybody started staying after and studying together, uh, whether it was hanging out with Jordan Love or Jordan Love hanging out with the offensive line or whatever. But this is where that camaraderie thing, this, this stuff away from the field begins to kind of seep in and really become beneficial. Now here's the next one when he talks about the throw of his lifetime for Jordan Love.
3: Wicks in the slot against that all out pressure. They're gonna motion
2: down and Wicks is gonna have a wide release stutter out post. We've kind of talked about this on Wide Out Wednesday before. Now he's going against an all pro in Gilmore. So he knows that Gilmore is waiting for any indicator to jump the route. Okay, what's the indicator? The the indicator here is he's gonna drop his hip and give him one two because it's gonna tell Gilmore Uh that he's gonna run an out route. The moment he drops his hips, Gilmore drops his hips and feet to jump the out and creates the separation he needs to cross. Alright, so
3: right here he's vertical. You're telling me he's doing that on purpose. He's yes. trying to stand it up and once he gets to this, that forces Stefan Gilmore to stop his feet as well? Absolutely. Watch it. The moment <laughs> he drops, he drops. Ooh. And now he's at a
2: standstill while wow, Wicks is going to accelerate cross his face for a touchdown. That's awesome, route running that, <laughs> yeah, ha, ha, cool. do it again <laughs> for me, Dan. I like that, that's what it's called from right, now on. All right, and then let's go right. back to Romeo Dobbs for another route. This is my favorite route. This is an over corner. Now, the opposite route that you're not going to see here is actually a corner post, which is perfect because this, these defensive backs yep. are going to see the same trajectory and think it's going to the left of the formation. Now he's going to inside release, take a track like he's running an over route. Okay. And at this moment, Gilmore thinks he knows, but he's not going to commit yet.
3: Okay. So I want, okay. So what does he do? Like, what does Dobbs do to get Stefan Gilmore to commit? Here comes an over route.
2: So again, this is why it's great because Dobbs is running these routes without any vision on the DB. What he does here, he puts another foot in the ground, take an even bigger angle to to the over and brings his head back to the quarterback. The moment Gilmore sees his head go back, he commits to try to go make a big play across the field. So he's
3: peeking back on purpose. This is another sell job by Dobbs. I'm going to peek for the ball. In reality, I'm just trying to lose you and break back out to the perimeter.
2: The moment he feels Gilmore go, he puts a foot in the ground so hard, he almost tears his damn knee out the frame. It creates a huge play for Jordan Love.
3: It's impressive that this group that's physically talented has now become so equipped with some of the nuance in route running.
0: There you go. So I know it's it's more made for TV, but it gives you the breakdown of the little things that this team is now doing. Now, I I tell you all of this, and I don't know what that means in translation to the 49ers and their coverage in the secondary. But what I do know is that this group has gotten exponentially better. And it tells you kind of the nuances with which this team is playing. Specifically, you go back to the playoff game, they weren't really phased by it. I said at the time, maybe they just don't know any better, but this is the kind of the nuances that these guys. And you're talking about a guy like D'Antavion Wicks. He wasn't really on the radar. It was Dubs, Samari Torre, you know, Jaden Reed, Christian Watson, and now you got Wicks, and you got other guys that are contributing, and they're all working together. and And this is the reason they've had a lot of success, and it's been sticking with the game plan and running the play as called. So there you go. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away and take a quick break. When we come back, we've got Brian Billick, uh, the Super Bowl-winning head coach from the Baltimore Ravens. He is going to be joining us coming up next. By the way, Bobby says, I'm heading over to the Social House later. If you do, tell Dan, say, I want, to t- I want to try the Tiger Burger. It's fantastic. Tiger Burger is awesome. So if you're heading over to Social House, that is a terrific place to head over for lunch, dinner, games, fun, Social House, West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Tell them, tell them we sent you. Go over and ask for Dan, the owner. But also, Tiger Burger, that's the way to go. That's what I get. Now, if you're going to find something else, that's fine, but Tiger Burger is the way to go. Good stuff over there. Social House on West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Brian Billick, next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you. Bill Michael's show. We are uh, a couple of weeks away from winging our way west out to uh, Las Vegas to cover the Super Bowl. Hopefully the Packers are there. Packers taking on the 49ers this weekend. And we got the the Green and Gold postgame show coming up on Saturday night. Joining us now, though, the Super Bowl winning head coach. And and now uh, repping out uh, our friends from Signal Relief. And uh, X Tech pads. We've talked to him many times about that. We see him at Super Bowl every year. And uh, Brian Billick now joining us on the hotline. Coach, how you been?
1: I've been doing great. How you doing?
0: We're doing good. Uh, we're 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 happy. I think at this point in time, if you're a Packers fan, you kind of feel like you're playing with a little bit of house money. So I, I want to start there. Give me your thoughts on the progress that this team has made and Jordan Love has made throughout this season.
1: Well, it's been nothing less than spectacular. I mean, what a joy it was to watch Jordan Love going into Dallas. I don't know that anybody expected it. I had not seen him play a whole lot, just bits and pieces. But to watch the growth that he's had over this last year, uh, his ability to, to stay alive in the pocket and move around and deliver those big throws into that zone defense of the uh, of the Cowboys was just spectacular, spectacular performance. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch him and watch the Packers go up against uh, what is obviously a very good 49er team in San Francisco.
0: So when you get to this level, especially with young guys, uh, what's your message to them? Because I, I got to imagine it's different. When you've got a bunch of veterans, you had Ray Lewis and company, and those guys have been there, done that. But when you get here with a lot of young guys, being the youngest team in the National Football League to ever do this, what is your message to them? Well, at this
1: point in the season, I spent a lot of time, whether it's through cut-ups and, and a number of things and films, showing them, guys, we, we know how to do this. Here, here's what we have to do to beat the San Francisco 49ers, okay, in terms of this is how we got to run the ball. We've got to have explosive plays down the field. We can't give up the big plays. And, and you show your team, and we have done that. We've done that against good teams. And here, here, here it is, us doing that. So you can do this, okay? I always used to kind of joke with my players that when they could perform well, it's, okay, I got you now because I, I know you can do it. Now it's just a matter of doing it. Obviously, going to be a tough environment going to San Francisco. Uh, but but this team, um, they're confident. You're right. They're kind of playing with house money so they can play kind of loose. The challenge is going to be, can you weather the storm? When something bad happens, and then something will whether it's a return or a fumble or an interception or whatever it may be a big play. Can you weather that emotional storm and just stay in that, that, that loose playing, let's go get this thing attitude. And if it does, if you do, you, you got a real chance to, to upset the uh, 49ers.
0: With a guy like Matt LaFleur and Kyle Shanahan being so familiar with one another, and I'm sure you've had guys that you, you know, were part of your coaching tree and vice versa that you faced. Is there really many secrets?
1: No, and and you can drive yourself nuts uh, trying to, it's like a bad Abbott and Costello routine of, well, I know that they know that I know they know, but I know (laughs) that you you can drive yourself nuts with that. So, um, yeah, I don't know that there's an advantage either way. They certainly have a deep appreciation for what the other does and and how they go about it. So, you know, not that that's going to help you tactically at all, but just the understanding that, yeah, they're going to come in here they're going to be well-coached. They're going to have a specific plan. we got to determine what that is. We can to a degree going in, and, and now here, here's how we're going to combat it.
0: When you go into big games like this, are you looking to take away the best thing that they do and try to even the playing field, or are you looking to find the weaknesses they have to exploit? A little bit of
1: both, but obviously you know, the check in, we're going to stop what you do best. That's the difficulty with the 49ers is, you know, and I've been a part of some pretty good defenses, and, and I I know for a fact you can take away anything you want defensively. You you can take away the runners, the 49ers running game. No problem. The problem is what at what cost. Because you, you can stack the box. You can do the things to make it a tough day for Kip, Christian McCaffrey to run the ball, but then Devo Samuel and George Kittle are going to kill you down the field. I mean, you can take away the big plays down the field. You can. You can get in a soft zone. You can keep it all in front of you. But then Chris McCaffrey and that offensive line are going to wear you out in the running game. So that's that's really the challenge against a team like the 49ers is because they're so multidimensional and have so many good players that can hurt you. you, you got It's like playing whack-a-mole. you you got to pick your spots.
0: Uh, I want to ask you real quick before uh, moving on to the rest of the NFL, but – how much this team you know the wide receivers the, the the quarterback the offensive line they started getting together away from the field how how much does stuff like that mean because it's one of those you know guys like us we want statistics we want to see what that means and how we can kind of measure that. What does that mean when you've got – as a head coach and you say, hey, my guys, you know, you got a Ray Lewis knocking on somebody's door in the middle of the night saying, hey, let's go over the game plan or guys getting together to talk about what they did right and what they did wrong to talk together. How much does that mean away from the field? It means a lot because it means – excuse
1: it means they care about one another. It means that they can communicate with one another in in a more casual way uh, that there's accountability to one another. And, And that's when you really got something special going. That there is that accountability, and they take the responsibility for how their teammates are playing and how they're preparing, and they hold each other accountable in the meeting rooms and in the practice field uh, to, to be the best that you can be. So to have that kind of integration, to have that kind of relationship, it's a, it's a real positive.
0: Talking with Super Bowl winning head coach Brian Billick, he was with the Baltimore Ravens uh, some years back, but they won a Super Bowl. and He, longtime head coach, longtime analyst as well. Uh, I want to ask about the other NFC game. The Lions, long time since the Lions have won a postseason game. They've finally done that. Now they've got a guy in Jared Goff that's leading them, who's been to a Super Bowl. How much is that experience from Jared Goff and what they've got and Dan Campbell's got going on up in Detroit this weekend facing a pretty good football team in Baker Mayfield and company coming in from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers?
1: Yeah, it's huge because the Lion organization as a whole, you know, Detroit's been kind of the black hole of the NFL for a long time where you just go into it and no one ever comes out. Um, But now, obviously, what they've generated, it's going to be an electric atmosphere. The fans are going to be cranked up. Uh, But you're right, the experience of Jared Goff uh, uh, and and Dan Campbell, who have been here, you've got a lot of team members who haven't. And they're looking around for that leadership going, okay, are we okay here? And is this how we do this? And is this, you know, are are we for real? And you lean on that leadership of those guys going, yeah, just follow me. Yeah, because this is for real. And this is how we do it. This is how we prepare. Uh, And so that's huge. And that's really the biggest thing that the Lions have to overcome is they really don't have a reference point for the success they're having right now. Um, But they're, they're developing it game by game.
0: What is, uh, now this, uh, your former team, the Baltimore Ravens, now coming into this game, uh, how much does that week, that bye week mean? Because sometimes there's always the worry of rust.
1: Yeah, it's always rust versus rest argument, and it's all a matter of how you play. If you don't play well and you rested them, you were wrong. If if you played them and got somebody hurt and now you don't play well, well, then you're wrong about that too. So uh, Baltimore has a veteran pedigree. They've been here before. They know how that works, so I think it's an advantage for them. They'll, they're they're going to be rested. They're going to be ready to go. They're going to be emotionally and physically at their peak uh, and feeling good about themselves. It's going to be a tough game because uh, D.J. Stroud and that Texan team, boy, they're, they are special to watch. He, he is really playing at a high level, a little like Jordan Love, just beyond his years and the way they're able to sustain drives and keep plays alive. Got to, I mean, they're going to play some quarterbacks now. They got C.J. Stroud this week. Either they're going to play Josh A- uh, Allen or uh, or Patrick Mahomes next week. Uh, if need, they can move on. Um, they, they got some challenges in front of
0: them. What what has made Lamar Jackson so good this season? I mean, he's had good seasons and obviously has won an MVP. But this year, it's like after he signed the contract, it seemed like he was just relaxed. Like he he, it just flowed for him this season. Well, they're
1: throwing the ball a little bit better for no other reason than they got better receivers. they got a good group of receivers, and I think they're getting Mark Andrew back, which is huge going into the game because he's yeah. obviously one of the tight ends in the game. Um, and so he's, he's more comfortable throwing the ball. They didn't put up a whole lot of – I mean, it's still a team that just by the run, both Lamar and, and what they're doing out of the backfield. They threw the ball a little bit better this year. The defense is really, really solid. They're playing total team offense and defense. They're probably the most well-rounded team in the league right now. Uh, but the, the fact that they, they are throwing the ball a little bit
0: better and more efficiently to go with that running game, that certainly brings about a lot of confidence. And then you mentioned the the big game coming up in Buffalo. Buffalo is set to host Kansas City and Kansas City, They played well. Uh, Beating um, Miami and slowing down that speed uh, in that frigid temperature, I give them all the credit in the world. But Buffalo, there's something going on in Buffalo right now where, you know, we always talk about getting hot at the right time, and they certainly have.
1: Yeah, and we talked about that atmosphere. Obviously, the Bills mafia is going to be cranked up. They're excited about it being in Buffalo. A lot of people are making a lot of the Chiefs, you know, this is the first time they really had to be on the road. I don't know how big a factor that's going to be, other than it's just going to be tough to play in Buffalo. Chiefs are a different team. We've seen that all year. They're not quite as explosive, but they are more physical. And they're running the ball. That's my biggest concern for the Bills right now. The Bills' defense is beat up a little bit. Uh, they they haven't been as good all year long. They've been better as of late. You know Josh Allen's going to make spectacular plays and do some things. Patrick Mahomes the same way. The Bills and, and Kansas City defense is fast. They're playing hard. Um, you know the bill's defense right now is my biggest concern in that game
0: uh, I, before I let you go i got to talk to you a little bit about signal relief now it's new it's something that's uh, that's out and it's uh you know reusable, which is uh, kind of cool and normally we 're talking about pads and such but now you're talking about pain relief
1: yeah this thing's amazing uh, I've, I've been with them now for about six months and you know I spent an entire career working with athletes thousands of athletes that it's all about managing that prohibitive pain, that pain that keeps you from doing what you need to do, uh, and the best way to do that, every orthopedic surgeon, every doctor will tell you the same thing. Motion is lotion. You got to work through it. That's the best way to get through that stiffness, that muscle and joint pain. Well, and there's a lot of ways to do it. Well, signal relief. this is an amazing product. It's, it's no ointment or cream. It's not an icy hot. It's not a TENS unit. There's no drugs, no chemicals. Uh, it's, it's based on the electrical impulses. That, that's what pain is in your body. It's an impulse to your brain. We say put the patch between the brain and the pain. And, and it's amazing the fact that you put it where you need it. If I'm 18 holes of golf, I'm putting it on my lower back when I'm done. If I get out of the pool, it's my shoulder, my upper back. And it helps you manage and work through. It provides that lotion of motion to help you work through that pain. And like you said, it's, it's reusable, so it's very cost effective. You put it where you need it. And it's 100% guaranteed, or you send it back. So folks need to check this out. It's at SignalRelief.com. Go to SignalRelief.com. Put in promo code COACH. Get 20% off for dealing with that pain that we all have to deal with, that we need to work through. This is something you need to check out.
0: There you go, SignalRelief.com. Coach, it's always a pleasure. We're going to see you out in Vegas this year? We'll do it. We'll see you there. Excellent. Good stuff. Thanks, Coach. We'll talk to you soon. All righty. There you go. Coach Brian Billick, winner of Super Bowl thirty-five when he was the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens and a longtime NFL analyst for both Fox and the NFL Network. And, yeah, uh, he was right about X-Tech pads. That's for damn sure. When players started using X-Tech pads, the shoulder injuries diminished greatly greatly. Uh, So this, uh, when they came out with this and he said, Hey, can you help us promote it a little bit? Signalrelief.com. And uh, go check it out. It's uh, just a patch that's reusable. You put it on and it changes the the neurons or something. I don't understand it all, but it works. So check them out. Signalrelief.com. That is Signalrelief.com. Great to get Coach Billik on. Always good to talk to him. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This
1: is the Bill Michael Show
0: Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on, as always. Good stuff today. Hey, reminder coming up uh, that uh, this Saturday night we are going to be we are going to be uh, up in uh, Tomahawk, Wisconsin, and we're really looking forward to. It. We're going to be in Tomahawk, Wisconsin, coming up this Friday night. So uh, come on over and say hello. We're going to be at the Loophole Bar. The Loophole Bar. And uh, when we uh, get up there, we're going to have the Green Gold watch party going on. We're going to have the Green Gold Gold game show going on. So uh, come on over and say hello. I, one of the best things about heading up to Tomahawk is they got a great quick trip right downtown. Right downtown Tomahawk. So if you're there and, well, come on over and enjoy yourself with us on Saturday night. But maybe like a night like tonight where it's cold, it's, eh, you know, head in and get some of the take-home meals. The take-home meals are awesome, man awesome stuff and they have all different types and I've been telling you like last night got the uh, got the fried chicken special okay and if you order ahead you can get some pain at the pump that's uh that's relieved so to speak but they have got such good stuff when it comes to the take-home meals which is just awesome the the take-home meals are fantastic and they continue to get better that's the best part about it so check out our friends at quick trip and uh, check out the take-home meals they have all different types they have uh, different styles of mac and cheese, too. And it's, like, the best. The the best. It's some of the best mac and cheese you're ever going to have. But it's all good. You just go in there and just kind of look around. And you can even do the chicken with the mashed potatoes. They have that combo. You can do And then, like I said, the mac and cheese is one of my favorites. So, either way, it's, just, it's all good stuff from our friends at Quick Trip. And don't forget, use your Quick Rewards card. You can now call ahead, have it ready for you. You can get some great deals on the app. You can download the app and see where you can maybe get some relief at the pump there as well with certain purchases, get registered for some great prices. I mean, there's no reason not to go to Quick Trip. We love Quick Trip, and it's also because it's based right here in the state of Wisconsin, La Crosse, Wisconsin. That's our friends at Quick Trip. So there you have it. Hey, coming up in the uh, the next hour, uh, we're going to hear from Jordan Love after the top of the hour. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we got some buy or sell coming up a little bit later on in the program as well, and more from inside the locker room. More from inside the locker room. So if you uh, – oh, by the way, Rick says uh, the fresh meat at Quick Trip is great. Over on the live stream. People chiming in about Quick Trip. Good stuff there, too. Uh, which I agree with, by the way. That's where I got uh, two pounds of uh, ground beef the other day uh, when I was making the uh, the tacos. Good stuff. A um, couple of other things that I want to get into. Um, and we're going to hear, obviously, like I said, from inside the locker room. And uh, that's going to be coming up. But um, this one, uh, we got Stenovich, Adam Stenovich, the offensive coordinator. We got uh, Joe Barry, Rich Bisacci. I want you to hear the first five minutes of Bisacci, too, coming up in a little bit. because. One of the things that we were talking about earlier with Anders Carlson, Anders Carlson um, has not been good between 40 and 49 yards. We all know that. And there's been some misses when it comes to the PATs. We all know that as well. So yesterday, Rich Passaccia was asked specifically early on about, well, you know, hey, Anders Carlson, he wanted no part of that conversation. None. And you're going to hear that coming up here in a little bit. Speaking of Anders Carlson, uh, John uh, hits us up in the email and says, it's no longer a 45-yard field goal. It's a 35-plus 10-yard field goal. Call it that, and maybe it's in his head. So superstitiously, I get it. I get it. So we've got that coming up. Uh, And then I've got uh, another one here, and uh, this is uh, from Travis. Say, hey, great show as always. Cole driving around this week delivering mail. Uh, You and Grant make it more bearable. Here is my dilemma this week. My wife is forcing me to go to Hawaii Saturday. Do I fake being sick? so I don't have to go and I can stay home and watch the Packers instead of missing the game because of travel. Go Pack Go, Travis the Mailman. Uh, if if you have to go to Hawaii, I am going to Hawaii. I Now, I don't know if this is come kind of a, a retreat for you in the wintertime where you go there every year or if this is a one and only time thing, but I'm going to Hawaii. And here's the other thing to think about. If you have Verizon, you can watch the game on your phone as you travel. So if the plane, and I would assume it does since it's going on such a long flight, I would assume the plane has Wi-Fi. You get the Wi-Fi, you end up using your phone if you've got Verizon like I do, and then you watch the NFL game. Or a lot of times they'll have the channels that you can watch that game on. And it'll be on Fox, so you you shouldn't miss it. You should at least be able to pay it partly attention to it, right? But there's no way in hell, right now being what 13 degrees, that I'm missing a trip to Hawaii.
2: Everyone say a prayer. His wife is making him go. I wish right. I wish my girlfriend would make me go to Hawaii. Right?
0: What what is this forcing you to? Am I not understanding exactly. what's going on here? Exactly. I mean, if Rachel caught up and said, hey, you're going to have to miss the game on Saturday. I'm making you go to Hawaii. You're being like, oh, golly, Geo, shucks. Okay, I guess I'll go. I guess
2: I guess I'll go.
0: And then if you get over there and you find out the Packers win, then you can do the hula dance and videotape it and all that kind of stuff while you're sitting there in the warmth of Hawaii. (laughs) So to me, it's a no brainer.
2: Imagine, imagine, by the way, staying home from Hawaii to sit on your couch and then the Packers lose by 35
0: and you're sitting there and it's 12 degrees outside. God, yeah. Here's the other thing. If it's a Super Bowl, okay, I understand it. But we're talking about a divisional round game. Get to Hawaii, do your thing, and then hopefully you're watching them in an NFC Championship game, uh, preferably over in Detroit, where it's really easy a drive, an easy drive for Packers fans to get to, so they can infiltrate the hell out of that. Although, you know what? That may be the trip that everybody wants to take if you get to go to Tampa, you know, and watch the Packers down there in an NFC Championship game. Hey, the words NFC Championship game just make you feel warmer. So I'll take it either way. But go to Hawaii, Travis. Go to Hawaii. We've got three down. One more to go. Hang in there. A whole lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up, and it's coming up right after this. Stay right where you're at. We'll be right back.